Is hot girl summer still happening this year? How many carbs are in a white claw? If I squat every day, will I get a dump truck? I'm Shay. I'm Leah. We are Two Tone Training. Training. You're listening to Don't Tone Alone. Happy Thursday. Thirsty, thirsty Thursday. Are you planning on drinking today, Leah? <laughs> I say that as I'm the biggest grandma. As you're on your way into work while yeah. we record this. Um, but speak, speaking of work. Speaking of work and careers. Um, you guys might be listening to this at, at your desk. At your, I mean, some of you are still working from home. Is that right? Right. Lucky, lucky you. But I know while some of you are sitting there um, at your desk, maybe in your nine to five, there's maybe a little bug in your ear thinking about something else, right? Thinking about a different career, a different passion, a different hobby, or like I'm entering these numbers, I'm crunching um, numbers, (laughs) I'm entering whatever into an Excel spreadsheet. And I wish I was doing blank. Yeah. Um, I feel like we live in a world now where it's so we're surrounded by people who have made just a job out of nothing and have become content creators or have really followed their passions. And I think it's hard if you you are sitting in that nine to five where you're not super passionate about what you're doing to not at least wonder like, what if, what if I took that chance? I know I think our mom says this a lot, like life is so short. It's too bad. You can't do it a few times through, but I mean, making the most of this time through for sure and really leaning into your passions. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We sit down with some of the most knowledgeable people, the best people in the game. I think, um, as far as just like the CrossFit industry, especially, um, we sit down with content creator, Tommy Marquez and, special agent, sports agent, <laughs> um, CrossFit agent, superstar, Daniel Robbins. They talk about how they really put in that sweat equity and kind of climbed their way to the top and how they're now like living a lifestyle and not just a job. Yeah. I think when it comes to fitness and then when it, when it comes to careers, people are always looking for what's the secret sauce, what's the formula, what's the ingredients. And while it's not always a one size fits all, I think there's things that you can follow and you can look at other successful people. What have they done? Um, and I think these two amazing men, um, have really found maybe what that formula or what that secret sauce could be that you could, you know, you could take a little bit from. We're all looking for that secret sauce. <laughs> the sauce. The sauce. Um, <laughs> we're first going to kick it over to Daniel Robbins. We sat down with him during our rainy day in <laughs> Miami when we were able to pull some of the athletes, some of the agents. So um, he talks mostly about relationships and how just fostering those relationships with his clients, with the people around him and how that's kind of built his career. Um, it was interesting. He also talks about how he had to put in that sweat equity, how he was cleaning the floors, doing mm-hmm. laundry um, and willing to do that dirty work. And that's really what got him to where he is today. We follow that up with um, the Tommy Marquez conversation where he talks about the same thing, not saying no to any opportunity that came his way. And that truly was the reason that he has made it to where he is now. Say yes, say yes, take the chance, do the dirty work and it will pay off. All right, guys, excited to kick it over to these interviews. Starting with Daniel. Let's go. Let's get it. All right, Leah, today is our lucky day because, well, I feel like a lot of athletes won't say lucky, but we really lucked out because we've gotten to pull some amazing guests into the podcast studio. 
this into the conference in, room into the conference room with thing. the floral background yeah wow we really lucked out um we've got a really special guest with us today um daniel robbins in the house he is like the agent of all agents here Thank um you. with us so we're so excited to have you yeah appreciate it it's nice i like the background Oh, yeah. yeah wait, wait, you just got to get nice and close to them. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you are Katrin's agent. You are Katrin Davis' daughter, Brooke Wells. Any, who else? Uh, Pat Vellner, Brent Fakowski, uh, Justin Medeiros, oh. uh, Brooke Wells. I think you said Brooke. Yeah. Um, Annie Thor's daughter. So it's it's been, uh, yeah, this week's been quite, quite a busy one. We work with uh, Jason Hopper as well, who's competing, Emily Rolfe, Cole Sager, um yeah just to name a few so, i feel like even if the people listening aren't into crossfit those but, are names that you yeah. would just recognize from anywhere like that's incredible yeah no it's awesome i mean i, I love what i do it's it's obviously it's it's a lot of work and i, yeah. I consider it more of like a lifestyle than a mm -hmm. job um but yeah this like weeks like this are pretty crazy running on you know caffeine and minimal sleep but i love it i wouldn't i would wouldn't rather be anywhere else so so um, you must travel a lot, I guess, with your job. And I mean, especially with events like this. Yeah, it comes in waves. Um, in December, I was gone like three weeks out of the month. Um, so it's it's kind of like a hit and miss at KMB, I guess. Yeah. Um, with COVID, it was a little bit weird. Like we didn't really do anything or see anyone, right? So it's like yeah. now I like try and take advantage as much as possible when like I get the opportunity to go travel with some of our athletes. Right. Yeah. So where is home for you? So I, so I kind of, I've moved all over the place, but I used, I actually used to live in Miami. Um, oh, so back, back home. Yeah. Visiting some friends too is, it's like a nice perk. Obviously the yeah. event's awesome. Um, but I'm from California. So I'm back in, in California up in Northern California. So how, so where did you go to school? What did you study? And like, how the hell did you get into this? How did you get to the place you are right now? Yeah. So it's kind of a funny story. So uh, I played football growing up. Okay. I played football at a junior college, was part of a national championship team. Um, what position? Quarterback. Okay. I redshirted, but I went to the same junior college as Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Um, oh. And then I went and tra transferred to Cal Berkeley. Okay. Um, I worked for the football program there, and mm -hmm. I, I thought I used to be wanted, wanted to be a coach. I thought that would be like a cool job. And then yeah. I saw like everything that they have to do and how much they move and just their lifestyle. And yeah. I just didn't want that for okay. myself. So I thought like, right. okay, well, being like an agent would be really cool. Like I, I find that stuff fascinating. I want to help athletes. I think, you know, they definitely need people looking out for their best interests. Yeah. Um, and it was hard to get like your foot in the door. It's very competitive. And uh, I actually saw Matt O'Keefe, who's the president of Loud and Live Sports, yeah. um, on a YouTube video with Matt Fraser in Dubai. And it, like the caption said like, you know, like my agent, and I was like, huh, like, and I had started doing CrossFit <laughs> after I, I, yeah. I finished playing football. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to look this guy up on Instagram and I'll shoot him a message. <laughs> I think this was like December of like 20, 2018, maybe. Mm -hmm. And um, no, sorry, December of 2017. And it took me a, a while to get him on the phone. Like, obviously, he's like a very busy guy. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. Finally talked to him. and He was like, hey, like, I have an intern at the games every year. In, in Madison, uh, he's like, it's a lot of work, but like, if you're interested, and I was already planning on going with some friends. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, come in, like done. And then about two weeks later, I found out I got into Michigan for grad school. So I canceled my flight and I drove from California to Madison and I interned with him for the week and then started school at Michigan. Um, and then kind of long story short, I did grad school in a year. I came down here in 2019 to um, intern. And then over spring break, I came back down and I was like, hey, like, I, I lived at the time when I lived in Miami, I lived across the street from uh, the office 
and I basically was in the office and I said, Hey, like, this is where I'm going to live. And I like pointed to the apartments and I was yeah. like, now I just need you to offer me a job. Um, <laughs> so I've already had my living arrangement. Exactly. Up. I'm just waiting on you. Insert here. <laughs> exactly. So, um, in June of 2019, beginning of June, I moved down to Miami and started working with the team at Loud and Live. And at the time, Sammy Moniz, Matt's, yeah. you know, fiance, yeah. um, she was managing athletes and, um, she had been with O'Keefe for a long time and she was kind of looking to transition and obviously she had yeah. been in the Frasers and a lot course, going on. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I started in June and then by November, um, I took over for Sammy full time and it was definitely a learning curve. Like I, and I got to do a lot of cool stuff, went to Dubai with Matt, went to yeah. New York, went to London. What? Um, and it was kind of just like thrown into the fire and you know, just kind of a quick, there's a learning curve, but it's like, I like to think I'm a fast learner and, I think, uh, you know, I very much think that relationships are important and like yeah. you'll you'll learn along the way. Um, but it's like fostering trust is the most important thing, in my opinion. And mm -hmm. so being able to go from being like intern to kind of full time and kind of being there for a lot of them for anything that they needed. Um, I think that's been huge for me so far in like my career. And, you know, it's like I've done everything from like security guard, like laundry like yeah. there's like it's 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 funny like I look back in some of the old photos and it's like I have a picture of like I've, I've folded Katrin's jersey like I didn't even know her I was literally right. doing her laundry at the 2018 CrossFit Games fast forward to now it's like I would consider her like a good friend right. and you know she's one of our athletes yeah. and so it's kind of been like this crazy journey um but like I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, so. and I mean, and part of the reason you are where you are is because you did those jobs and because you were willing to do the dirty work, if you will. Exactly. Um, and I, I, I'm curious. You said you and Catherine are friends now, and I mm -hmm. imagine you're friends with a lot of your um, athletes now. How do you sort of balance that relationship between friend and agent? And when do you sort of say, you know what, right now I need to put the friend hat on, and vice versa? Yeah, I think every relationship with every athlete is different and like working alongside Matt like there's like like for example him and Katrin are very close they've been together for for years and, yeah. and same with Matt and then you know as we've grown we've added like newer athletes to our roster so like Justin Medeiros and I for example are very close mm -hmm. um and I, I think I'm I would consider all of our athletes friends yeah. um and I think that you know there has to be that balance you know the the friend had to like be able to say like hey whatever is on your mind like you know feel free to bounce ideas off of me like mm -hmm. But then also that the like, all right, now we have to like work, we have to get this done. Like, right. and it was, even this week, it was kind of that balance. We had a lot of athletes not competing, but they have you know, obligations to partners right. that are here. So it's like, hey, let's come in. We'll get a bunch of stuff done, but we'll also have a lot of fun at the same time. And I think that's kind of how I like to approach it. Um, but I do think that like being friends with, with our athletes is such a, like a core foundational thing. Um, and I think that is also goes hand in hand with like trust. Mm -hmm. I think like if you're, if your clients, if your athletes don't trust you, then it's it's not going to work. So I, I think that that's the thing is like I want them to know that like no task is too small. Mm -hmm. Like we'll have a lot of fun. We'll do a lot of cool things together. But like if you need anything, like I'm in your corner no matter what. Right, so right. that's like how like I want to be known. And like I think I don't really do a ton of like podcasts or like not necessarily yeah. like. Well, in, we're honored. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I kind of almost take pride in doing like things in the shadows, right? Like yeah. I, I want them to experience everything that they, you know, want to experience within their career and in their life. And, you know, however I can help them do that, like, that's what I'm going to do. 
That's amazing. I mean, this sounds like such a, like, it almost sounds like a 24 seven job in a sense. Like, so I know Wadapalooza is kind of an exception to your day-to-day task, mm-hmm. but what does an average day look like for you outside of an event like this? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like there's definitely like an East coast bias. And so <laughs> yeah. it's like now living on the West coast, but a lot of our team is still on the East coast. I try and kind of stay on that time zone. So mm-hmm. usually I'm up around like five 30 kind of starting to get coffee going. I may have some like early morning calls. Um, and it's kind of, depending on what phone calls I have for the day, whether it be some team calls, like catching up, I try and catch up with all of our athletes at least every other week, usually weekly. I mean, I end up talking to them a lot on a day-to-day basis, but then like, you know, reaching out to new potential partners, um, you know, talking to their current partners, making sure everything's good to go. Uh, Lots of emails, um, Mm -hmm. but like also trying to find the balance of like making sure I'm, you know, finding a little bit of time for myself. Like I'll take my dog for a walk, spend some time with my fiance, like make sure I go to the gym, it's definitely you know starting early and then i end up it ends up kind of being like emails in the evening so it's kind of being on the west coast like it is that's why i said it's very much a lifestyle not a job like i don't clock in and clock out right you know so there's sometimes it's nice because there's some flexibility there but you know i always kind of on at least a little bit because like i feel like a a overwhelming responsibility that like people are waiting on me for things you know and if there's something that needs to be done and you know, they may not even know about it too. Part of it, I think the job is like somewhat like tempering expectations, like shielding them from things that, you know, maybe like it's not their stress or it's not a great time, right, et cetera. Right. So it's, yeah, it's quite a bit, but. So obviously you have a, a bunch of big name athletes. How do you kind of make the decision on working with particular brands? Like I'm sure they're approached at every angle from every different brand out mm-hmm. there. Like how do you kind of decipher, okay, this is worth your time and this is not worth your time? Yeah, I think it's like, I want want to find partners that believe in who they are, like as people want the best for them. Also, it's, you know, it's just, it's the right fit. Like they, they use the product. They can speak to it authentically. They can speak mm-hmm. to it organically. I think, you know, we, we don't want to do anything that's like fake. Right. Yeah. Or anything people like see that. right through that. Exactly. So I want to make sure that like, you know, like it's something that can benefit them and also help them, you know, build their brands, like get them out in front of people. And it, it obviously it, it helps when like the people that work, you know, for those brands are, are good people too, right. which we've had the luxury of, you know, pretty much everyone we work with across the board is just awesome people. You know, I've right. had the chance to see a lot of them here and it's because of COVID, like it hasn't always been the case over the last year. So mm-hmm. it's like being able to connect with those people. Like I consider a lot of them friends, you know, I yeah. talk to them so frequently. So it's, it's, I think we have the luxury for a lot of our athletes of, of being selective and we can look at like, you know, how that brand helps them move the needle. How are we going to help them grow, you know, within, mm-hmm. within this space and, and, you know, ideally outside of the space, um, a, a big mission for me is to be able to get our athletes out outside of the CrossFit space. How do we get them in front of other kind of, if you want to call it more mainstream sports, yeah. um, like media outlets, because I truly believe they're some of the best athletes in the world. And I just think, yeah. you know, CrossFit is growing. It's still a little bit of that like niche sport. Yeah. Um, but I, I believe that if you were to get an Annie Thorstadter with another, you know, Lindsay Vaughn or some yeah, other like yeah. amazing like female athlete like they're gonna look at her and, and say like wow like I just hadn't I didn't have any idea yeah, right yeah. um so it's like how do we partner with people that can help kind of bridge that gap you know and, and I think um for me that's just a big goal because I just mm-hmm. I think that they're so amazing and I just think I yeah. want like everyone to see like 
what yeah, we all not see. Not just the CrossFit world. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I had such an appreciation for the sport to begin with just because Lee and I are so like invested in even like on YouTube, whatever, but seeing it and seeing it at like an event like this, like mm-hmm. new level of appreciation, especially yesterday when we saw people kind of going in from the water onto the treadmills and like <laughs> just the confidence and the ease um, that they kind of just showed. Yeah. And, um, and I think other top athletes in other sports would have an appreciation for yeah. the same thing. Um, we were talking about kind of at the beginning of the podcast of these big name athletes, do they get recognized like in the streets um, outside of the CrossFit games? They do. I think it depends on like where we're at. Obviously okay, like yeah. it, it's some, somewhat dependent on like kind of who the athlete is. Um, yeah. It is funny. Like sometimes when I've been with Justin, people recognize they're like, Oh, nice mullet, but they don't necessarily know like who he is. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But we went to mullet. like a Boise state game and there was like, when he was still a student there yeah. and there was a lot of people be like, Oh, there's the CrossFit guy. Like he's the best in the world. And I yeah. think you're starting to, to see that more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like, if you come to a place like this, like good luck going 10 feet without someone oh, recognizing that, yeah. you know? so, so I think it's, it's starting to grow, you know, yeah. more and more. So it, it is cool to see, like, I, mean, I know sometimes it can be overwhelming for them, but like, I also think it's, it's such like a cool opportunity because yeah. you have a chance to take five seconds out of your day and like maybe make someone's year. Right. You right. Know? And it's like such a small thing, but like, it's so important to those people. And it's just like, it's fun to watch, especially when you see like kids come up to some of the athletes, oh, yeah. like, you know, we have, you know, little girls that come up to Annie and Katrin or like a little, little kid with mm-hmm. a bullet that comes up to <laughs> yeah. Justin. And it's just like, it's a cool, it's a cool thing to see. Yeah. No, yeah. I think you're probably part of your job is kind of like keeping them grounded. And I'm sure a lot of them are naturally, but just mm-hmm. reminding them like, Hey, these people are like, they allow you to do what you do. Exactly. Exactly. That's incredible. Um, so I don't know, this has just been like such a surreal yeah. experience. But I really appreciate you taking the time yeah, thank to you come guys. and podcast with us. Um, we don't want to take too much of your time. We're hoping to see more of the games yeah. um, and more of the events. Um, after this do you have any updates for us I know it's raining now but honestly I'm I'm not sure like I with there's so many moving pieces and we have like a relatively small team so it's kind of like stay in my lane as much as I can and then it's like yeah it's this event is a beast it really there's so many moving parts it's amazing like our team is like they do such a great job like I don't know sometimes I don't know how we pull it off we, were but we always find a way. We're like, wow, we've done very small scale events like on our own. And we're oh, like, yeah. I can't even imagine pulling off something like this. Um, but even I get from setting up the like the barbells yeah, and the stuff or yeah. like the yeah. setup stuff and the organization about. that goes into it. Well, it's all the volunteers like too, really. I think it's like this event is indicative of like the CrossFit right. community. Like yeah. if, if you were to take a snapshot of it, like that's really like at the crux of it, like what it is to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's such an awesome experience. It's so cool to like walk around and it's just like, you have an instant like connection with everybody here and it's just yeah it's amazing i'm i'm very grateful that we were able to pull it off this year just obviously last year we missed it with covid so yeah yeah very grateful and i guess my final question i'm i'm known for kind of asking the hard hitting questions but i know you're um for you have these amazing athletes but you're also an amazing human yourself and for those people that are looking to follow in your footsteps and do what you do what's one piece of advice that maybe you could give them i mean i think really it's like the like take a chance because like the worst someone can do is just say no or not respond right so it's like i it was looking back now right like i seen o'keefe on a youtube video like i could have just been like oh you know whatever yeah right or like oh he's probably not gonna get back to me but if i had done that like i probably wouldn't be where i'm at how like, wild is that i'd like to yeah. think i'd be successful but right. at the same time it's like it's all right great i message him if he doesn't get back to me then oh, well. all right like i'm at the same point that i was before <laughs> right 
But in that off chance that it does happen and something does happen, like take advantage of it, I guess, A. And then yeah. B, it's like, like I said, it, you're, you're not in any worse position. Right. So I just think it's trying, like, I know it's cliche, but it's like reach for the stars, right? It's like, yeah. it's, it's, there's nothing bad that can come out of that. Right. So, so in conclusion, slide into the DMs. <laughs> the yes, the DM. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you taking the time. Um, Danielle, any, any like um, plugs you want to yeah. give? Where can people find you or anything you kind of want to share with our Toner community? <sighs> not really. I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really <laughs> big the in the limelight. I'm, I'm the behind the scenes. So. Yeah. I mean, you'll see me sometimes in like videos kind of in the background doing some stuff, but yeah, that's really. It. I'm on Instagram, I guess. Really, what, that's what's it. What's the Insta? Uh, D Robbins ninety five, I think. Yeah, to even think about. That. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right? I think. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. You can tone from home. You can tone from your phone. But all we ask is that, that you don't, don't tone, tone alone. alone. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Sitting down with the sports agent, I wasn't totally sure like what I was going to get out of the conversation, but I learned a lot. Even if you aren't someone who's interested in becoming an agent, which I feel like that is honestly like a top um sought after job. Right. For especially, I don't know, for a lot of males especially, but I could see some boss babes oh, doing it. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, Daniel is so has so much wisdom even at such a young age. It's crazy to think that he's only 26, 27 years old. And he's just, he's learned so much already. Um, and it was just such a amazing conversation with him. I'm really excited to kick it over to our boy, Tommy in the pink shirt, in the pink shirt. He brought so much energy onto the stage. Um, he has a podcast of his own. So if you guys haven't listened to it, he plugs it at the end. So make sure you go visit his podcast after, um, talking elite fitness, but he was amazing. He was so much fun to sit with, um, this recording, I guess is <laughs> bear with us through the audio. We were doing this live in front of an audience. So that was kind of cool. So the, um, audio might not be quite as clear, but definitely but worth content. a listen contents there he talks about even proposing to his um current fiance so i love this conversation let's listen and all right what's up guys we are two-tone training you're listening to the don't tone alone podcast we've got a very special guest tommy marquez tommy how are you doing i am fantastic it is saturday of Wadapalooza. the sun's out everybody looks great wearing cool colors it's just one of the highlights of the year is coming to this festival. You knew exactly what you were doing with that pink shirt. You're like, I'm showing off my tan. I clearly have been enjoying Miami. I, I mean, I can't really claim this tan. Mom and dad gave it to me, so uh, I mean, <laughs> sometimes bronze. you just luck out with good parents, right? Love that. Love that. Um, so for those of you, I guess most people do know who you are, especially in the CrossFit community. Yeah. You've made quite an impact. And not only are you one of the number one pod, you are the number one podcast in yeah, the CrossFit she, community. Yeah, she's like one of the, no, 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 no. no. the he underlined. the number one CrossFit podcast, guys. Up here, this guy. Um, a content creator in the CrossFit space. Um, for those people who, I guess, who don't know, maybe for them don't tone alone community, how did you get started and how did you get to kind of where you are today? Um, well, I started CrossFit back in like right around... Christmas time, 2008, 2009. Um, I was working in mental health services, loved training, college athlete, looking for something to stay in shape. What sport? Uh, lacrosse. I play Lax lacrosse too. Oh, yeah. Men's and women's, very different. Very different. I'm like, put me in some pads, let yeah. me beat some people up. Like, yeah, yeah. Continue. It's, I, I'm actually frustrated that they don't allow the contact in the women's sport. It's kind of, kind of messed up. Yeah, they give you 
just eye they give us goggles. Yeah, they give us <laughs> goggles, and then women's lacrosse is like glorified freeze tag, and it's really rude. Yeah, it's. it's um, I feel you on that. Where'd sure. you play? Uh, Santa Clara on the West Coast. Okay, yeah, yeah. very nice. So All right, awesome. so keep going. So lacrosse athlete. Yeah, I worked in mental health services. That was my field of study. Uh, I worked in so a nonprofit foster adoption care agency that we provided mental health services for, and I it's a very like emotionally taxing thing. So I had needed to find an outlet. My buddy grew up across the way from the ranch in Aromas, which is the original home of the CrossFit Games, is where the sport was started. And he says, you gotta come check this out. Uh, this gym is amazing. It's this thing called CrossFit. Um, I've never heard of it before, but it's an awesome workout. I walked in, basically where the games originally were held was my first affiliate, my first gym. And I basically got my ass beat for about a year and I was uh, hooked right away. Um, about a year in, I realized that maybe this was my way to impact and help people. Um, I always thought I just wanted to focus from the neck up and I, maybe I could tie the two together with CrossFit because I saw the impact that it had. Decided to switch careers, uh, go get my level one, become a trainer, opened up an affiliate, ran an affiliate for a few years um, in my hometown because we didn't have a CrossFit gym there and it was still relatively new. And uh, basically that was kind of the jumping off point for me. Um, I got to, because I started at the ranch, I got to meet a bunch of people at CrossFit HQ because I was fortunate enough to be nearby where the HQ was. And after a little while, because I'm a nerd and I like to like <laughs> nerd out on sports and yeah, you know talk yeah. shop and just talk yeah. in general, they asked me to be a, help out on the media team, basically as a production assistant. And so in 2011, I started working as a production assistant, carrying camera gear, holding locked off cameras, you know, helping dictate what CrossFit is to a lot of these camera guys that had never seen it before, just because I was I was a nerd in that regard. And then they just kept asking me to come back, and that turned into being a associate producer for some studio content, helping manage the studio, pitching ideas to them, and eventually becoming an on-camera personality for them, uh, doing numbers-based segments, like kind of like ESPN, and um, then becoming a host and doing all the live event production as well. It is so crazy how like one thing leads yes. to another, and sometimes like when you're in a certain career or a certain job, you're kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really see the point of this. And now I'm looking back and now you are where you are. You can kind of look back and be like, okay, that role specifically holding the camera bags got me to here. And now look at you. Uh, it's, it sounds really cliche, but it, it definitely is. Cause I, all it really was, was me like finding something I was super passionate about that tied in with what I had stated. I wanted to do a long time ago, which is help people. And I just kept reminding like, I love this stuff. I want to keep doing it. So every opportunity I had, if they asked me to, you know, scrub the floors, whatever. I just said yes. I was like, I'm gonna, I'll carry cameras, I'll do whatever yeah. you need. And then at every opportunity, I, you know, if I had some insight or anything like that, I pitched ideas. And it was just, just kind of serendipitous that it worked out. And I, the right people heard the ideas that I had and they liked what they heard. And that was just kind of like my North Star the entire time. That's amazing. So now, like, what is an average day for you? Yeah. Like, I don't What's know. Is there a typical the day? Yeah. Oh, Walk oh, us through. Um, From breakfast, starting at breakfast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Well, here. Yeah. Uh, wake up. Uh, do a little bit of show prep for the the day's events. Um, we've been starting late. Uh, well, actually, pretty long day. So we've been here around 9 a.m. So that means you know, 6 7 a.m. Get up. Do a little show prep. I like to start my day with movement, whether it's stretching yeah. or just like burpees in my hotel room. Just to like Stretching wake me up. or burpees. Yeah, that's same, there's a drastic same, difference. Different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, got it. And it, it depends <laughs> on the day, you know. Um, and then usually I go down, get some breakfast, do a little bit more show prep. We have a production meeting, um, two, usually two hours before competition starts. 
Um, and then we're at the trucks, getting ready, going through testing and everything like that. And then for the past two days, we've basically been on air from 9 a.m. in the morning till 9 p.m. at night. And so that involves here, that involves me doing color commentary for the team competition. Uh, we have a desk set up by the VIP area where uh, it's kind of like a, a day at Wadapalooza type variety desk. We have interviews, stuff like that, get a vibe of the venue type feel. And I'm just doing that the entire time. And in between, trying to run and say hi, because there's this is one of the best collections of like CrossFit people you're going to find. Yeah, it's incredible. All favorite brands, all the people that you've met along the way. So I try to, in between, run and go say hi and, and you know just catch up with people I haven't seen all year. It's amazing. You have it like so mapped out. It's funny because I feel like as you kind of come to these events, you learn to kind of be so prepared. Like this right. is our first one, and we're definitely running around like chickens with our head cut off. It's crazy. And just following <laughs> Patrick around everywhere. Yeah. Um, our, our whoops. Wait, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, first that of all, whoop. that band, though. Uh, yeah, it's the Miami band. They got it at the... Oh, how do we get one is of Patrick, Patrick, you're calling us out for being newbies and wearing the black whoop strap, <laughs> yeah. aren't no, you? Tell me you're a newbie without telling full, me you're a newbie. Full, yeah, full, okay, that's full embarrassing. Full disclosure, about yeah. 24 hours ago, I had the same strap on. Okay. So, All right, okay. so we're not far behind is we're what I'm kind of gathering. We're only a day behind the trends. Yeah. Wow. Okay, okay thank good. God. Okay, but my question is, us being newbies, you being a real a seasoned vet, really, what are some <laughs> of like the mistakes that you've made or maybe some pointers for those of people who are kind of like looking to get into the space or into the cross CrossFit? As far as, far as, as like media is Media, media yeah. stuff. I mean, as much as I'd like Shay and I to be uh, CrossFit elite CrossFit athletes. athletes, we know we're a long You lost me at that. the swim to the treadmill over there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, they're like sopping wet all out. I'm like, uh. Yeah, we won't catch a girl doing that. Honestly, it just starts with going into affiliate. Um, there's something that's very pure about the, the relationships and the training that's done inside the walls of an affiliate. That's really hard to describe unless you go in and you spend that time, put it in that sweat equity with everyone, and uh, understanding the nature of the community because that is the kind of core foundation of all of this, right? You know, the elite athletes, when they're done, they go back to their affiliates. They train with the people that they coach on a day, daily basis. They're inside the same gyms that we all train in around the globe. Slightly different, you know, it's all everyone's own personal take on it. But getting inside the affiliate, spending time training, learning what it's like to, you know, stand shoulder to shoulder with people and just empty your heart out onto the, the, the training floor every day. To me, that's just the best way because in there's like this common bond and there's this common understanding that you kind of speak the same language, you understand what everyone yeah. else is going through on a daily mm -hmm. basis, and really that's all you need. Because uh, you know the beautiful thing about CrossFit, I think, uh, that has kept me around yeah. for over a decade, is that it's such a good open source melting pot for people to come in. Doesn't matter where you're from, what did you do, right. you know what, what background you had. We're all coming in for the same reason. That's to be better, to be healthier, to live a better life when we walk out of the gym. And really, honestly, at the end of the day, that's all that matters because there's a ton of other, you know, BS that's going to convolute things. But yeah. in the box, you know, you're solely focused on a common goal. I love that. Seeing so many people with a common goal. I think that was a really cool part about going back where, like, the athletes are warming up. You see kind of, like, the mixture the of the newbies yeah. um, with the elite athletes and really just, yeah, all working towards the same thing at the end of the day. Yeah, it's – it's. I, I say it all the time, but, like, I've – I meet the most amazing people at CrossFit events and through CrossFit and people yeah. that have just like really enriched my life. And so it, it, there's this weird like reciprocity where you get that so much from other people, you naturally want to do that for them as well. And right. so it becomes this awesome like like uh, cycle of people helping people. And it's just it's I, I love it. I'm like, I'm going to be a CrossFitter for life. CrossFit. You heard it life. here first. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So, what are you most excited about happening this weekend? What are you most excited what's to a, watch? What I can't or? miss. Ooh. Um, 
I would have said last night, the, the first event at Bayside is yep. such a unique uh, venue with the ocean in the background. You had a yacht going by. <laughs> there was fireworks at the yeah. end. I was staring up like yeah, I the was fireworks like really threw yeah. it over the top. I was like, did you know they were coming? Here? Did you know about the fireworks? So, be honest. So I did. Uh, because all right, all right. Our, he really our, has the inside scoop. Our desk show had to start right when the fireworks were over. Uh, and we were sitting right on the water where our desk was, so I had to be, you know, aware of that and ready to go. But even then, when the fireworks were started, like we got up out of our chairs and we were like five year olds at Disneyland, just like uh, mouth open, yeah. loving it. So it was great. Um, I just really love the Bayside venue in general. It's really unique. Um, having the water right there and you're gonna see even today, um, there's a uh, row run, a uh, row swim run event. Yeah, we were watching that. You something. won't get very many other places. It's just yeah. a unique setting. You'll start at one venue, you'll swim around, you come to another venue, and then you're gonna see some just awesome fit athletes just throwing on, having a good time in the sunshine. To me, that's what it's all about. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so wait, Patrick was mentioning yeah. that you're about your girlfriend. Is yeah, she he here? Was like, make Beyonce. sure. Beyonce, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Tell wait. us the story. How did you pop the question? How oh. did you do it? Oh, okay. Um, was it like uh, a snatch to like one me oh, lunch no. to no maybe? <laughs> she, I probably would have dropped the bar in my head and then I would have forgot yeah, to say oh, something. Yeah. We actually met at my CrossFit gym that, that that I opened way back in the day. We didn't date while while we were while I still had the gym. We reconnected later on, but um, the weekend prior, she had just graduated from uh, PT school. She had finished uh, physical therapy, and. She came home for what we she thought was a graduation party for her and her brother. Yeah. Um, and instead, it was a surprise engagement party. There's this hike that we wanted to go on in Big Sur that has been closed due to fires for about three years. Okay. Um, and it's my favorite hike on the planet. She's been wanting to go, wanting to go, wanting to go. All of our friends came down for the graduation party. I had some of her friends come surprise her and show up after we popped the question. We went on this hike. Um, I don't know if you guys have met the Buttery Bros or content oh, uh, creators here. We yeah. know them. We're, we're big fans. So two of my really close friends, yeah. they came on the hike, so they had a drone up in the sky, taking photos, we're having a good time. Um, and then we s arranged for a group photo uh, at, on the cliffside overlooking the ocean. And so Heber said, one, two, three, everybody jump. So everybody jumped, and I got down on a knee. So oh. the there's the photo of everybody in the air, and I'm the only one on a knee. Funny story, she almost kicked the ring box out of my hand. No way. And off the clip behind me. Oh my God. So Imagine. I pulled it out of my, my pocket and she kicked both of my hands. And there's a three shot sequence where you see her like jump, feet kick. You see my eyes get oh like that. Oh my God. And I pin it to my chest and like do it. And on you it, caught like, it? Yeah, uh, like basically like it was a fumble. Wow. Uh, Not football. all heroes wear yeah. capes. Some wear <laughs> pink Wadapalooza shirts. Yeah, and, and you know, yeah, that's very kind of you. <laughs> um, and she turned around and just went, oh shit. Oh. And oh, that, that yeah. threw me off. And uh, the whole time I'm like, you speak for a living. You should be able to say yeah. this. And then the I one froze. time you were speechless, right? I froze. And, and then eventually I got it out. And she said yes. And she came home and all of her family was there. Her friends from grad school, a bunch of friends she hadn't seen in forever were there and surprised her and congratulated everyone. We had a big party with all of our family there. And it was awesome. Uh, I, that I, is epic. Yeah, it was you really fun. You set the bar up here, um, Tom. You wow, said, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, wow. is that a yeah. suggestion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get the drone. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. next no, time, that's next time. that's a quite the engagement story. It was, it was awesome. And unfortunately, we have we've been engaged three years due to COVID. We haven't been able to have the wedding yet. Okay. We both have big families. Uh, we're both very fortunate to have a, a sizable friend group that we care about. So we wanted to make sure we had everyone there. And our venue in Lake Tahoe has pushed us off multiple years. We've had to switch venues. It's been kind of crazy. 
So if you see, I wear this ring after a year. Yeah. I was like, we would have gotten married today, so I'm just going to put it on as a continued uh, dedication for you. I love that. And hopefully we get married in September 30th this year. It'll be worth the wait. And I mean, if yes. the engagement, if the proposal was that epic, I can only imagine <laughs> yeah. the content that will be coming from this wedding. Uh, so I make this joke, and it's you know a little off color, but I come from a family of like Mexican hillbillies. <laughs> and she comes from a family of hillbillies. And when they all get together, they just have a blast. So just it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We get after it. I have to ask, is she into CrossFit as well? Like, does she do CrossFit? She does. She's not diehard like me. Um, she was a collegiate softball player. She used CrossFit to train for it. Yeah. Um, she like, she'll come to, she'll, we'll go to the gym together. You know, she'll come and train a couple times a week. It's not like her primary thing. She likes doing other things as well. Yeah. Um, she crushes the Peloton. She goes out for runs. She does a little bit of everything. She likes a little bit more variety, so that's her finisher, and I love it, and she yeah. gets after it. And, we'll have to get know. her to boot camp. I was just yeah. saying, I was like, she sounds like someone we can get in the tone zone. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure she would love it. She's, she's very open-minded when it comes to fitness, and she just she gets bored easily, too, so... Yeah. Uh, thankfully not with fiancés, but... You know. <laughs> yeah, you're like looking at the ring. You're like, yeah. that's why I put it on early. Yes, exactly. I was a little nervous she'd exactly. get bored. But, yeah. um, that is, is she here? She's not. Okay. She, uh, unfortunately, she couldn't get off of work. We took some time off for Christmas, New Year's, some trips like that. So, got to go back to work, unfortunately, and then, you know, the help some people move balance. better. Yeah. But, the work-life balance. I love yeah. it. Um, well, hopefully you'll get to hit the beach, enjoy some Miami outside of this amazing yeah. fitness festival. Yeah. And Are we're you guys excited to see you around. TBD. We're, we're, I mean, this is our first fitness festival, so we're yeah. like, yeah. we can't miss anything. Okay. Have you spent time in Miami? No, I've been once for a wedding. Uh, no, and again, I have not. Any, Havana, any suggestions? Little Havana, I love it. Okay. Maybe like food, drinks, culture, dancing. It's just awesome. Yeah. Okay. Get some Cuban food. It's okay. amazing. Yeah. That's oh. what we got to do after this. Okay. Okay, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, all right, plug yourself. Where can the toner community find you? For those who want to learn a little bit more about CrossFit. Sure. Um, so our podcast is uh, talk, at Talking Elite Fitness on Instagram. Uh, our podcast, Talking Elite Fitness, is on every platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you can find it, YouTube as well. Um, it's uh, at Talking Elite Fitness on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, all social platforms. My personal one is at Tommy Marquez, and usually I post updates there, too, for CrossFit Games coverage. So. Hey. Oh, oh, wait, yeah. oh, the shoes. I, I okay. the shoes. Yeah, brush by, at Brush by Chan One. She's amazing. She painted Wex's shoes, too. Oh, she my does, God. She has custom nobles or custom shoes, any you want. You tell her what you want. You send her a photo. That's our logo. That's my favorite Marvel character because I'm a big nerd, and she painted it for me. So Just when I thought my sparkly kicks <laughs> were epic, you Not show quite. up with those. Got hey, it. Hey, Noted. Sparkle and paint. Sparkle oh. and paint. Okay, Leah, why, that is what we need. That why, is the why combo. Why limit yourself, right? <laughs> right. Maybe the some LED lights. Oh, I like that. All right. Well, Tommy, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, wait. And we, we got to get you in we, a hat. We, have oh. to, we will ruin the flow. You don't need to put on right now. I get will it. you accept our tone day? I'm sorry. Absolutely. What, what if it... I feel what like you should I'm have got down on really Anelia. You Is are okay? tone uh, AF. As long as you're sore AF, okay. uh, you might be. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate <laughs> that. 